Welcome to the Coles County Sports Podcast. I'm Kyle Dobbs. This is episode four, and we are joined by Mattoon High School graduate Callan Halderson. She was a state qualifier in golf in the fall season. She was also an all-Apollo selection during that season as well. So she's here to talk a little bit about golf. We're also here to talk about all the other accomplishments she had. She was the class president, gave a heck of a graduation speech, and uh, hopefully she can maybe teach me and as well as the rest of us a little something about the game of golf. You were a three-sport athlete, though. I didn't even, I guess I didn't really piece it all together until I, like, was just looking through everything. So I've always kind of known you as this golfer. So, I mean, just like out of all three golfs, clearly your favorite, right? Yeah. I mean, I do play certain sports, but I'm not really good at the other two. <laughs> but golf is my favorite sport as well. Was it just like, I mean, when you say you weren't very good at it, was it just based off of your standards or? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, on the golf scene, you had this amazing season, which just kind of felt like COVID kind of ripped out the ending for you. So, I mean, just do you kind of still go back and think like, dang, I just, I made state, but I didn't get to go play at state. Yeah. I mean, I knew that I had a pretty good season altogether, but it was kind of disappointing because I mean, it was the, in the fall, we didn't get a postseason, So it kind of stunk that my one chance I could have gone to state and seen how far I could have went with that. I didn't get to, and I'll never get that back, I guess. So it kind of is a little sad to think about. Well, when did, cause like you, the entire year you kind of had this like confidence and swagger that like you were a legitimate decent golfer and the years before you had uh, Kira there who was this really stud golfer when did you kind of just realize, like, I really am this good? And you went in with the mentality each match of, like, I could either win this place in the top 10 or 5 or whatever. Um, I mean, I did always kind of have Kira, like, over my sh- shoulder, I guess. and But she helped me a lot with that. And I think it was more my junior year I kind of realized, like, you know, I'm having fun with golf, but I also really want to be good at it. So I started to work harder at it and I put in a lot more time than I thought I ever would because I loved it so much. And then I kind of realized, you know, like I'm starting to get better at it and I know that I can potentially place and go farther with in the postseason and everything. So I just once I realized that I started working harder to get where I wanted to be. What was what what was the most memorable match from last year? Was it like maybe Apollo sectional? I mean, just like if you somebody ever asked you, like, what was the match that you just kind of have in your head on repeat? Like, which which one do you think that might have been? From senior year. Yeah. Definitely sectionals because that was when I had um, a bunch of my friends who came to support me, and they were with me and my family. And I had a few shots that really, like, it was really big for me. My very last shot was, like, the make it or break it moment for me. I could break 80 and place if I made the putt. And if I didn't, then I kind of, I didn't break 80 and I didn't place for the tournament. And then just having everyone there cheering me on, it was, it was a pretty big deal for me since it was going to be my last tournament. 
Yeah, going back and thinking about it. I mean, because it's kind of one of those like sports stories that you hear about, but you never experience. And then I kind of experienced it last year. So it was really cool. So yeah, I do a little bit. Just take me, take me into the moment though. So like for you having that, like that big moment, just how did you keep your composure? Because not everybody is able to do that in that moment. So how were you able to keep your head in the game? Well, when I started off that day, I kind of went in and I was like, you know what? This is my last tournament. I can't even go to state. So who cares if I have in place and can make it? So I went in with the mindset of, I'm just going to have fun with my last tournament. And I did pretty well on my first nine holes. And then I made it to the back and I was like, okay, I'll keep, I want to keep this momentum. Well, I started getting a little bit off and I wasn't playing very well and it was upsetting me, but I was like, it's not a huge deal. I'm still doing okay. And, but then finally I made a birdie and I started to pick up the momentum again. And then I went with a few more birdies and it was my last few holes. On my 17th hole, I ended up chipping it in to make birdie out of the sand bunker. So that was really cool. And everyone was cheering me on. So it kind of got me going to my last hole where I was like, okay, I know that. Like in my mind, I was like, this is a big deal for me. I've never, like this could be my personal record. And I had probably 30 or 40 people on the back of the hole watching me. And I had the camera crew with the camera and they were uh, shooting my shot that I was taking. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, you know, I gotta give these cameras what they want and do have a good shot. But in my mind, I was like, you know what? I, the whole year I kind of was able to keep my calm and keep my composure when I was playing and just, cause it, I was just like, you know what, I'm here to have fun. So I got on that green and then I had a long putt to roll in for birdie. And I was like, you know what, here it is. Let's just sink it. And so I lined it up and I ended up making it, which I wasn't really sure if I was going to do, but everyone cheered me on. And it was a big moment for me. For me personally, I, I have a deep respect for people that can golf because whenever I do it, like, or I'll put it in perspective here. All right. You're, you're going to teach me how to actually hit a ball right now without having clubs in my hand. So when I stand up to like, just to drive, I'm literally standing at like a 45 degree angle. So why am I so terrible? Why can't, why can't I hit the ball straight unless I'm standing that way? <laughs> Everyone's different, but... That was just your nice way of saying you suck. <laughs> understand but I think once you get it you know you just can go with the flow and figure it out but it is there's a lot of little things that go into it that a lot of people don't realize like you can't just get up there and hit the ball like there's a lot of little things so with those little things all right so for somebody who maybe is like world's biggest golfer for you all right you've picked up these little things and it's always nice to hear a different perspective so what to you makes a good golfer like physical aspect and all that but I think a lot of it is like golf is such a mental sport and you have to be able to go in the game and keep your mind composed because you can go and swing and hit the ball as far as you want and do all this stuff but if you can't control your mind when you're in the game like if you have one 
if you whiff a ball or you shank it, like you could freak out and ruin the whole rest of your round. But if you're able to, you know, like compose yourself, be like, okay, that's just one shot and then bounce back from it. That's the whole big thing about um, being able to be a good golfer. And you'll hear that from pretty much any really good golfers that you need to be able to shake off any shot that you take that's bad. I feel like that's actually a really good way to transition about just being in the right mind because you were your class president this last year and I read your speech that was posted online. And one of the things that I really, really liked was how you challenged everyone to be mindful. And I'm a big proponent of even just mental health, depression, all that. And I know maybe it wasn't geared at that, but you were telling everyone to be be mindful, live in the moment. I think that's a very, very mature thing for someone who's just out of high school. So take me just for the people who have not heard that, take me take me back to that and what you were talking about. Well, I kind of, when I was thinking about what to speak about, I wasn't really sure what to kind of tell the class, you know. But honestly, like through my life, I've realized that I just want to take every opportunity that I have and I want to stay mindful because, you know, life is short and so... I want to make sure that I'm living in the moment and not so focused on the future, even though it's important to make sure that you're building a future for yourself. But I kind of just wanted to stand there and be like, okay, guys, like you realize that now we're adults and now we have a lot of responsibilities to take care of, but we need to realize that we can't get so focused on that, that we lose what's really important in life and we lose the moments right before our eyes, I guess. So it's just big. And through high school, I've kind of been like, you know, I'll try out like for golf. Like I tried golf. I didn't think I'd like it. I, but my first year was my freshman year and I was like, may as well try it. And then same thing with basketball and soccer. Like I wasn't good at them. I never played soccer before, but I was like, you know what, let's just live in the moment and try something new. And so that I'm not going to miss any opportunity that I could potentially have. So. What, what was harder just playing a sport or being the class president? Or babysitting the kids that you're watching. (laughs) I said, or babysitting the kids that you're watching. (laughs) Um, Definitely playing a sport. I mean, being the class president, I loved, but my the class made it easy to be their president. I guess. I mean, you know, I had a, a bunch of great people in our grade who made it easy just to be close with and to be an example for and. They were all so nice to me, so I loved being that president. But a sport is kind of all different mindset, you know. It was kind of, I don't know, I loved playing sports, but I definitely did hold myself to a higher standard, so I was a little harder on myself from that aspect. But I loved playing the sports. So. We have this kind of game I was kind of telling you about. It. So I, it's called... I, I'm calling it the sisterly game, and what it is is I reached out to your sister. Is it Britt, right? Barrett. Barrett. Okay, Barrett. Yeah, I can I can't read, so that's embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> so I reached out to Barrett, and I asked her just a few questions, and I'm going to ask you 
this the question, all right? And you are going to try and tell me what you think she said, all right? So we're going to see how well you actually know your sister. All right. So the first one is a favorite favorite show to binge watch, and I will give you a hint. It's not necessarily a show, all right? A TV show. So favorite, we'll just say favorite thing to binge watch. It could be no. She's saying it as her answer. You are trying to guess what she said, and it's, so it's basically the, the her favorite thing to binge watch on repeat. So what does she watch on repeat? Is it a movie? It could be. <laughs> and the countdown starts. Is it like a genre? I feel like it could be. I wanna. It could be, um, you know, we'll just say it's a movie. All right, it's, it's definitely a movie. About to get exposed. The long break that you heard, it had nothing to do with your computer, nothing to do with your microphone. That is how long it took to think for that one answer. Back to the podcast. All right, so after almost two minutes of thinking in silence, (laughs) we're going with Beauty and the Beast. All right, so her, her her answer was, I don't watch shows, but I would binge watch The Greatest Showman for a movie. Okay, yeah, I could have guessed that, but that's well what I would have said. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't really watch a lot of things, so there's not really... It's a good start, you know. Oh, for one, hey, you already said don't let the, the first bad shot get in your head, so... Exactly. <laughs> All right, the next one was just her favorite food. What is her favorite food? Man, putting me on the spot like this is not good. <laughs> um. Some people can handle being put on the spot. Some people need time to think. Callan needed time to think. Back to the podcast. So, after, again, thinking very deep... Very deep. You said, what was it? You said there was an order from Don Soul. What is it? The monster burrito. The monster burrito. Okay. It's actually not even that at all. It's, she's put chicken fajitas. Chicken fajitas. I would have never guessed that. Spending too much time on the golf course, but not with your sister. Yeah. I know the other things, but. <laughs> all right, here. This, this one might be easier. All right. I asked her while golfing, are you more prone to play it safe or take a risk? 
<laughs> You're laughing because you know. Because that is right. She did say play it safe. <laughs> Are you more of the risk taker? Yeah. <laughs> Take the risk and it works out in your favor. Gotcha. So here I got two more and then we'll get you out of here. I asked her like high chance, medium chance, or no chance that when you are going to college that like she will convert your room into a hangout spot once you leave. Oh, oh I she probably knows that I'm never gonna leave, so <laughs> That's exactly what she said. <laughs> really? She's, that's exactly what she said. She said, no chance. She's not moving out for a long time. Yep. Yeah, I told her I'm not moving out until I absolutely have to. So she probably won't have a, any chance at making my room into a hangout spot. That is fantastic. All right, so this is – so right now you're two and two. This is the last one. You got a chance to – you know, basically, yeah, tiebreaker. Have a have a winning record here. I asked her, "Who's the better golfer, you or Callan?" What do you think she said? She definitely would have said me. <laughs> she did. She she said the better golfer, for Callan, for sure. <laughs> I'm not saying me, but I think she would have said me. Oh no, I really like how you worded that. That was a very very well thought out political answer by somebody who was once a class president. So just to get you out of here, you 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 mentioned you were gonna major in something legendary. Do you know what that legendary quo is? Uh, nope. I have honestly no idea where I'm going with my major or what I'm gonna do in college. But I hope that I'll figure it out along the way. Hopefully, I won't have to switch my major a bunch of times. You'll be fine. They say that you could change your major almost three times while you're in while you're in school. But I think you're a smart enough person and self-aware you'll find something that catches your eye but well i do know that we appreciate you doing this with us and uh, i just want to say that just great high school career um great senior season and it from what it looks like you're gonna do well at just about anything you do so thanks for doing this with us of course thank you